Welcome to another episode of Hello from Bhutan. This time on my podcast, I'm joined by two young women, both confirmed cases of COVID-19. One has tested negative, is going to be in quarantine for a few more days, and the other one is still at the hospital in isolation, but she has tested negative. They're, however, running more tests on her to confirm that she definitely is fully negative. I have with me on the show Hachi and Taki. Hachi, what made you decide to write your very important piece for Quinsel? It appeared on the front page of the newspaper as well. Firstly, um, I wrote that because I was one of the few first few people to test positive for corona in Bhutan, as everybody must know already. And I felt that administratively, we were doing quite a good job of handling the pandemic. But one of the biggest challenges that Bhutan faced currently was society reacting to the situation. And I just wanted to address some of that. And I thought people would maybe take it seriously if someone who experienced corona wrote it. So yeah, that's why I did it. What was the kind of feedback and the reaction that you received? I'm sure people must have reached out to you after that. Everyone was really positive about it. People who replied to my stories, shared my posts, um, DM'd me. They were all thanking me for sharing my experience and for being positive, which mm-hmm. was my intention. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy people liked it. Were you a little nervous though? Did you feel like, oh, maybe there might be some people who might sort of react negatively to this? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know that the internet's a really scary place and <laughs> no matter what you write, it will get criticized in some form. But I'm really glad that no one said anything mean to me about it. So I don't see why somebody should write anything mean to you. But you, like you were saying, you never know the kind of person that's there at the other side of the screen that's reading anything mm. that you put out, right? I must commend you for doing it. It was really, really very brave of you to do it because you were the first one to come out and try and destigmatize this almost secretive experience. Saki, what about you though? When you mm-hmm. came back and then you tested positive, I know it's a nerve-wracking experience even to do your tests. I have doctor friends in quarantine mm-hmm. and they were saying every time they go to do the test, it's just, it's not fun at all. So, well, the thing is, it was very unexpected. Like when I did the test, I did not even think even for a minute that I would have had it, you know? I just thought, oh, because the first thing I experienced was I just woke up with a really high temperature. So I had fever and I thought, oh, maybe like I'm just getting a catch of a cold. So I did not expect anything. And around like 10, 11 p.m., I get a call saying from my um, father saying I tested positive. So I was kind of just shocked and more shocked than anything, but obviously nervous too. And I just didn't know what to think about it. But then once you come into terms with it, then, you know, you just accept the situation. And I'm like, I just I was just telling myself, like, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like, it is what it is. So just I was just trying to stay positive and just get through it. You were saying that you had to go through a process before you could accept it for what it is, despite the stigma. How did you work through this? Uh, Well, most of it comes from like support from all like your family, friends and all. Because, well, my identity wasn't really revealed, but somehow people, like a lot of people figured out it was me. So I got messages and DMs like Hachi did as well from people that I didn't even know. And everyone was being so positive about it. They were just saying, oh, you know, hope you get through this. Like, we're all here to support you and all. Then I just realized I was just very overwhelmed by the support. So That's wonderful to hear, Teki. I think 
it's so difficult to hide things in Bhutan just by associations. Like even in the media, the journalists, we have to remind ourselves to not reveal the place, the name of the place, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to put two and two together if you say, oh, it was this many days in quarantine. Um, you had arrived on this flight. <laughs> you came from this place. Mm-hmm. And then people just put up two and two together. Yeah, and you're just true. like, there can be only a few people who are like that. So I think that's what happened in your case. Mm. Yeah, so I was a bit like, um, as Haji said, there's obviously like stigma attached to this whole situation. So I was a bit worried at first. I was like, you know, what if this, what if people are saying this? And after a while, I was just like, it doesn't matter. You know, it is what it is. I just have to get through it. And any negative things, I'll just have to shut it out. But surprisingly, there was like none. All I've had is just very positive feedback, which is really nice. And I think it's a little easier now that you have friends in each other, right? Tachi and Tiki. Yes, definitely. We were, uh, I was surprised when she first came into it. I kind of like screamed. I was a bit like shocked that it was her and disheartened. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, I have a friend. <laughs> but yeah, because we, we knew each other from before. So that definitely helped. Y'all were put in isolation together once both of you tested positive. Positive. And then um, when I was talking to Haji, Haji, I was saying, oh, both of you are fine. What was it like when you were in isolation? What did you guys end up doing? Haji would like, probably would like to tell you about that. Okay, Haji, go ahead. Haji. <laughs> the first few days, we were both quite sick because my body wasn't used to taking the medicine that I was given. I see. So like, it was reacting slightly, but then I was okay in a few days. And then, I know, we used to color. Um, I used to try and draw. We used to write we watched a lot of movies and then take you a dancer, but she, she would never make TikToks. So um, I forced her to make TikToks with me. <laughs> yeah, I was forced into it. <laughs> very surprised that Hachi is on TikTok. I would have never expected that of you. Not that there's a body yeah, judgment, but I'm surprised. She would, every day she'd be like, right, let's make a TikTok. And I'm like, oh, not again. But you know, it's so important to keep yourself occupied during these times. So mm. yeah, we kind of did everything and we're just trying to be positive about it, just doing things, <laughs> maybe like making TikToks. So. I'm glad that you guys guys had each other to lean on especially when you have this experience and both of you are so young even adults I think we are not prepared to deal with it like to be in a situation where we test positive because even quarantine is uh, so challenging for so many people so for the two of you what has this entire experience been like I mean you guys have literally hit rock bottom and come back now right what has this experience been like I don't know. It's, it's everything just happened so quickly, and I'm like, wow, 16 days have passed since I've been in the hospital, and everything's just happened so quickly. Actually, it's just taken me by storm. But I think, well, for me, what at like some point I had like severe symptoms, and for at least I would say there was like definitely a day or two where I was very like feeling very down. You know, so it was so important just to like talk to people, and, like talk and just express how you feel and just let it out, and yeah. But I'm fine now. You kind of just get through it. <laughs> and I would really, I'm so like grateful and thankful for the medical team as well. Like they have been like taking care of us so well with intense care and support. And they've been very positive and cheerful every time they come in. So very thankful for them. That's wonderful to hear. How do you guys motivate yourselves onto the next day? You've uh, let up bits and pieces about how you're doing TikTok, (laughs) you're coloring, and what else? I mean, I want to know what your social media diet is like, because a lot of people complain. I mean, we have this fear of missing out, which is adding Mm -hmm. to our anxiety. And then we want to stay away, but then we're so afraid that we're going to miss important information. So how have the two of you handled this? Not going to lie, we're on our phones a lot because there's 
like a lot of time like we didn't have anything to do and um but like i try not to look at the news as much i tried not to look at it as much when i was in the hospital mm-hmm. especially like bbc and cnn and all the apps on my phone because um there's like there was a lot of negative stuff going around and you just don't need that when you're sick <laughs> but yeah other than that social media was okay mhm and yeah it was quite positive so yeah most of them were very positive so we were just going about it as like daily you know just trying not to look at the news like how to say because everything currently happening is slightly negative so we were like okay let's just focus on the good things just talk to our friends and all but one thing i'd like to clarify is obviously there were like there were quite a few rumors going around apparently mm-hmm. and um like I, it's not like i'm surprised or anything and i hate to entertain rumors but i just want to clarify that i did not go home on my first night before going into quarantine or i was not at swimming pool playing basketball on my first night in bhutan these are such bizarre rumors and i'm only clarifying it just so people won't panic and know that they have nothing to worry about so wow i did not hear these <laughs> rumors how did you hear these rumors i have no clue i mean i was thinking come on i traveled 3 days just to get home to go to swimming pool and play basketball wow I, like i kind of find it funny now but yeah i just want to make a uh, clarify that just so people aren't worried or panicking thanks for clarifying yeah. like yeah the thing is i think in these kinds of situations like even the psychologists say that people are um the way we react as well and the way we behave changes that we're so prone to mm-hmm. panic um really like to listen to rumors and also i think behave in a way that we wouldn't behave under normal circumstances so i think it's abnormal but mm-hmm. i'm sorry that you had to be at the receiving end of all of these rumors i mean it doesn't help that first of all you're in quarantine second of all you're sick and then third you hear things that are untrue about yourself so kudos mm-hmm. to you i hear from teki that her family was a great source of support as were her friends what about you lhaji was it a similar network of support for you Um, very similar. I would talk to my parents every day in the hospital. They called me every hour for like the first few days, and I used to speak to all of my friends as much as I could because yeah, it's it's a really good way to like keep yourself occupied, not think about it. And plus, your friends always have your best intentions at heart. They, my, all my friends, they they would always try to cheer me up. They would never talk about how sick I was. They would just you know like goof around and keep on doing things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm so glad that you shared this. So, when you are sick, how do you want people to talk to you? Like for me, I'm not that sensitive about all these things. Like I don't mind confronting it openly. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I wrote the article and stuff, but um I I actually don't mind people asking me anything. I don't know it might be different for other people, but if people ask me or oh, what are your symptoms like how are you feeling, uh, I don't really mind if they don't want to talk about that and if they want to talk about other things, I don't mind that as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know maybe for taking the fun. I see more about what about taking. Yeah, now that you said it, um like I'm fine with talking about it as well because you know like I said I just came to terms with it. I have it. So I would be fine with it. But sometimes it just gets so tiring when every call you have about every 15 minutes is like how are you feeling now and just about me me. So sometimes I used to be like can we not talk about me for a second? Can we just talk about you or like something else? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like I didn't really mind. It was just like sometimes I just want to hear other things rather than just me and my condition. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what about so so? What would be like so far the last couple of um days? What would be in this time? Hachi, your favorite thing to do and take it. For me, what um like my father would um tell me to always strict stick to a routine, and it's always it's it's really hard, especially like. 
when you know you have nothing to do you don't want to do things you normally would be doing as well mm-hmm. so like I had a lot of assignments in in the, when I was in the hospital but now like structure my day like from two to three I'll do this I, I mean I try to I wasn't successful most of the time <laughs> but I would try to like be like for two hours I'll do this and then the next two hours I'd watch a movie and like you know that really helped but my favorite thing for the past two days since I left the hospital I think painting I've been painting a lot so that that really that's it really helps me so I enjoy doing that nice what about you Taki I do get a bit bored sometimes doing the same thing again because you know being in the hospital for about two weeks it gets a bit boring but um like Haji said I have like a lot of assignments to do so I've already done one of them and yeah I'm just trying to keep myself occupied and try to do something productive so I'm mostly just kind of trying to do my assignments really how does a normal day look like for you then Seki do you try and maintain a routine for yourself as well (laughs) <laughs> like Haji's father, my father usually says that too. But for this time, I was like, you know, um, forget the routine right now. Just um, kind of do like, just go with the flow and just do whatever I want. Just try to keep myself my, like occupied and all. But most of it comes with the whole days thing. It comes with how positive you are as well. Like most of it to do is with the mind. So when, especially those two days where I was really ill, Everything went by so slowly mm-hmm. and I was just thinking, oh, when I, when is this, you know, when I'm going to get over with this thing? And it would be frustrating. But once you get better, like once you just start thinking positive, oh, it's fine. Like I'm going to get through it. You know, I can't just uh, be so I can't be down about it like it is what it is. Then it kind of starts to get. Yeah. Once you don't think about it, then the days go like faster. Mm-hmm. And that's what um, I would say. Also, I think that, um, you know, quarantine is three weeks now. Mm-hmm. If you're at the hospital, you're going to be there for a minimum of seven, eight days. I think it's very important. to. I mean, I not. I know that when I was in quarantine, quarantine was for 14 days. So I would wake up and be like, oh, 13 more days, 12 more days. Then after a while, I kind of stopped doing that. And that helped me a lot. So if you take it one day at a time, mm-hmm. it um, it's much more, it helps you pass days so much quicker about that day and what you want to do that day. And then the next day comes and the next day comes. But if you think of it as this long period of like nothingness then yeah it's so much harder yeah definitely you should, like don't think like oh I have this many days you kind of just go with it <laughs> yeah but both of you are almost done <laughs> and uh, I think I am counting down the days until you guys come out and you can finally be <laughs> free and see other people and I think it's just I just want to also let you guys know that I think both of you are so mentally resilient I hear from what the two of you are sharing with me, both of you seem to have these mental coaches inside your heads, which is great mm-hmm. to hear because I think our coping skills are so different, right? Our coping mechanisms are so different mm-hmm. from each other. But I'm glad that, I mean, I'm not glad that two of you tested positive, but I'm now hearing the both of you talk. I'm glad that it picked two people who are mentally resilient. I think you guys are trying it every day and you all sound so practical. I don't know if I was in your shoes and if I was your age, I don't think I would have handled the situation with as much dignity and, and with as much intelligence like the two of you. So really, I really appreciate the two of you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and you know, it's I think you guys... <laughs> I'm sure even for us outside, we are like, whoa, what is this? I mean, who would have thought, right, Teki? We were like a go-come mm-hmm. together. You're dancing. We're talking about all kinds of things. And suddenly you're back and you're like, you're not allowed to meet people, right? And I think, Teki, you're yeah. quite an extrovert, right? Yes, I'm quite an extrovert. So like staying home I mean 
not home exactly in the hospital mm-hmm. was a bit like huh like you know now what do I do I don't I need some humans around me mm-hmm. and then Hachi came and I was like yay mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so and Hachi you're not an extrovert actually um not really I loved even like if, uh, when I'm not here like when I'm in London I always have to keep myself occupied I don't like being I don't like having nothing to do. So I that was what I thought would be my biggest challenge. Like that was all I thought about in the flight. I didn't think I was catching the virus. I was just worried about not going to have interaction for so long. And I was like, what am I going to do with myself? But yeah, it, it's not too bad. So if you're like me, you'll be fine. <laughs> Speaking on behalf of a lot of Pitanese is that we support everybody in quarantine. And mm-hmm. I'm, and I think a lot of the positivity is real, even if people are not your friends and you may not know mm-hmm. them. The people outside do really care about people in quarantine because I think they can empathize from a situation of having somebody in quarantine themselves since like thousands of Pitanese are in quarantine right now. But of course, mm-hmm. for the two of you, the case is different since you're both tested positive, then you'll have to be in isolation. And um, then you'll have to, now we're still waiting for um, Tseki, although Tseki tested negative, that there's one more test. Mm-hmm. And I am really hoping that um, Tseki can go back to quarantine, which I think will feel much better than in isolation. I mean, is there like even a, is it better? This is me just assuming on the outside. Is it better when you leave isolation? It's great here because I have like a bigger window and I can look outside. The hospital window is a little tiny and you have like a really restricted view, but um and of course, like the hospital bed was really tiny as well. But um, it's, it's, I think it's pretty much the same, except in the hospital, you're more restricted to a routine. Mm-hmm. As in, it's the nurses ask you to go to bed at a certain time, even though Taiki and I didn't most of the time. But <laughs> they, ask, they ask you to like, go to bed and they wake you up in the morning to check your vitals and stuff. Okay. So in that way, you the hospital had a much more routine um day but Mm -hmm. and in here I just do what I want but it's not too different it's pretty much the same I think that um it's one more thing is that in the hospital whatever it is at the back of your head you're like oh I'm still in the hospital that means like you know I'm still kind of sick Mm -hmm. but once you're out like you're free from that and Mm -hmm. you feel completely fine Oh, that's great. I mean, the two of you are sounding completely fine. You are sounding completely fine too, Teki. So I think your worst days are behind you. And yes, I'm so glad definitely. that you both shared your experience because I would really like for people outside to hear you as like normal girls mm-hmm. experiencing life uh, normally in a very abnormal situation. Thank you. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Is there anything mm-hmm. else you guys want to tell people who are listening to you? I was just thinking that um, right now, our government's doing really well to mm-hmm. contain this virus, and you know we're we're quite unaffected. But mm-hmm. in the event, in the unlikely event that it does get out, I think that everybody should remember that you're not immune to the virus, no matter who you are. Like I never fall sick. I haven't fallen sick since 2017, and wow. I got the virus. Right. So if if you happen to catch it, like don't be alarmed. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing different about it this time. It's just another illness. It just has a different name to it. And um, it's blown up like in the world. But there's nothing wrong with you getting the virus. So you'll be fine. <laughs> Thank you, Lachi. What about you, Tseke? Yeah, similar thing. Like, I'm very thankful to our government and obviously our kings for implementing, you know, such immediate actions, which is obviously like really helping since we got detected and, you know, we're being taken care of and all. And yeah, like Haji said, I'd like to tell everyone, like, obviously it's 
I all I want to say is it's not lethal. <laughs> Like yeah. you can get over it. Like we did it, so can you. Like if in the unlikely events you happen to catch it, but obviously, like it's best to prevent it. Stay safe. Try not to touch your face as often. Like especially people with contact lens. I might have made like made that mistake. So just sharing it. <laughs> Yes, please be careful. Wash your hands a lot. I think the best thing is to be paranoid about getting it. But if we do get it, then not to be paranoid about it then and to deal with it very um, in a very sane manner like the two of you have. Also, one more thing. We're all in it together. So please choose to be kind and supportive of one another at such an uncertain time like this. Please do stay home, take all the precautions you need and be safe. So that was Teki and Haji joining me from two different locations, one in isolation at the hospital and one in quarantine. I hope that their sharing of experience was useful for you and we can try and be as positive as they want us to be and to not be scared of the coronavirus so much. I have so much respect and admiration for the two young women who I've known since they were little girls. Thank you so much for sharing experience again. If any of you have queries related to COVID-19, want to clarify a rumor or just want help, call the number 2121. Also follow the page of the Ministry of Health to get any information related to coronavirus. Thank you for listening. Uh-huh.